Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Forever. Dog. When I accepted Jesus Christ into go. my... Oh, congratulations. Yeah, hey! welcome, welcome to the farm. I'm sorry. Did I say Jesus? I meant Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I always confuse these two these two guys. What's the difference? They're the old white-haired dude <laughs> looking down and telling you how to live life. Looking down? What's he, what, are you, what are you doing to Colonel Sanders? Gobble, gobble. He's in heaven. He's in heaven now. Oh, is he? He is when you're down there. Brett, do, is there any Colonel Sanders theology where you're from because of the the giant chicken? Like, is that like the church and like Colonel Sanders is like mm-hmm. like a de- Is he worshipped mm-hmm. as a deity f- from where? Depends you- on uh, depends on how much you know about the history of the chicken. Uh, if you just are driving by it and you every day and you see that big mm-hmm. uh, KFC emblazoned on the side of this giant chicken, I'm sure it could take on a sort of you know. Um, it could become a sort of idol for you, yeah, kind sure. of large ritualistic, um, you know, object of worship. But um, yeah, because one time I passed this house and it had a, a T on it, and I thought, like, oh my gosh, I love um, Tom. What's a food that starts with the letter T? Tamales. I said I love tamales. I can't wait to go in and eat a bunch of them, and then the next thing you know, I was um, eating the body of Christ. Well, exactly. They gave me this this cracker, and you know they call it a hot tamale. This yeah. this had like this made crackers seem spicy. I just want to say one thing, Julie. You yep. have what? Do you know? Did you have you seen the wafers, the body of Christ? Have you seen? No, them? I never have. I, I I I in my mind, I feel like they're. I, can, I feel like I can picture them, but I've never actually seen, held, mm. tasted. Yeah. I haven't interacted with a with a Christ wafer. Zoe, yes. Have you ever seen? Have body you ever the body of Christ? No. Because hubba hubba, he's been hitting the gym <laughs> yeah. lately. Because when you go to church, uh-huh. no, I'm familiar. <laughs> you get up there, and the bonus, the gift that you get at church, for listening to some priest tell some dumb joke, that is the most harmless joke imaginable mm-hmm. then he lectures you then you get to go up and and you get you get a snack you get a snack brett you've had this oh for sure that, yes the like flesh shitty. of like, jesus christ this How? sounds like shitty kindergarten right uh, <laughs> like a teacher uh, yeah. gives you a lecture then you all light up for snack. <laughs> I'm curious to know to see if what your guess is to how that tastes i bet it tastes like those water not water crackers like from cars, mm-hmm. but those wafers that come in a row that are so thin they're sure. almost transparent. Wow! And they 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 sell them at like fancy cheese shops. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. No, that's that's a that's a 
that's a quality guess. Like a scalloped, like a maybe yeah. a scalloped edge. You hold it up to the light, you can see the light from the other side, and and they don't have any taste on their own. Like there, you could if you have an issue keeping things in your kitchen that you're going to eat the whole mm-hmm. row of. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing: I, you ain't going to have to worry about if you got a box of the body of Christ at home. You ain't going to wake up in the middle of the night and wipe that out. I mean, talk about Bible portion. How yeah. about Bible portion control? <laughs> Brett, Zoe liked it. I Yeah, Zoe, look. Zoe likes everything we do. She thinks we're the greatest. It's a, it's nice, finally, if somebody Where around here Where do we find more us. people like Zoe? That's my question. Yeah. Um, Brett, wouldn't you say it's packing peanuts? Yeah, that's that's in the ballpark. Yeah, it's. Oh my uh, god! So the thing I was describing had too much flavor. Way too. You were you were giving way too much credit for the culinary experience. It's like aggressively tasteless. It's it's like a thing that tries to have no taste, uh, but in doing so takes on this weird. Yeah, it's like you ate a packing peanut or a or a some sort of like office supply or something. Yes. It's uh, a. Yeah. uh, And that's um. I heard they they are running out of of the body of I mean I think they're down to the feet now is what they're using because um, they've been doing this for uh-huh. I mean uh, centuries at this yeah. point so yeah that's you know. true that's true for centuries they've been gnawing on that body gnawing those things are so gross those wafers how about this how about this you know what an ice box cake is do we discuss this on the show before We've, we discussed ice box cakes. where yes. you get a bunch of wafers chocolate wafers or mm-hmm. sometimes they do it with gingerbread and yeah. there's a layer of wafers and then there's a layer of cream and then there's mm-hmm. a layer of wafers and layer of cream and then you put it in the refrigerator mm-hmm. and it's an ice box cake and then you cut into it and all of a sudden magic isn't it gross to think of doing that with wafers of, of christ's body julie you you are tapping into something Here's sick. my here's my no it's not sick you're you're a genius you, you look you're a you certified want this? you want to eat this these are the things you're certified you're a certified okay. badass oh I see I see the document hanging in the back the 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 diploma oh the the badass certification mm-hmm. um you're a certified forklift driver certified a bikini forklift, b- yeah. bikini inspector you're a certified bikini inspector fat you're and- a federal bikini inspector also and on the have... state level banana hammocks because sure. uh, uh they wouldn't let me go to fe- they wouldn't let me go to the federal level because of an incident yeah it's the we're in the era where you get a try everybody gets a trophy um you are tapping into something churches <laughs> I are on him the when decline. i was trying to take <laughs> off his swimsuit i was like everybody gets a trophy <laughs> give me mine <laughs> And then he go and he reaches at himself. Excuse me. He goes nine one one. I go. Oh no! I said, I know how that sounds. I know that song when you hear nine da da. That's how it goes. I go. Oh, that's the sound of trouble for the, mm-hmm. you know who. For old anyway. Uh, yes. Jubies. I'm the certified what now? Jubies. Um. You're a certified. You're a certified genius because mm. this yes. is what church is missing. Church is on the decline. You go to church now. You get a, you get your pick of seats at church. Right. You up the menu at church. Yep. This is what we do. To build, I'm going to yes and you, which is an improvisation okay. term. I agree. And also an Ariana Grande song. It is, yeah. And I think it's about Spongebob. Because remember she was dating uh, Pete the Davidson SpongeBob. and now she's dating Spongebob? Yeah. 
And boy, that Pete Davidson special was something else that uh, we'll talk more about that later. Okay. I'm going to yes and your idea. Chick-fil-A is open six days a week. They're closed <gasps> on Sundays. We oh make church the Chick-fil-A, right? Tom, this is good. This is good. Just like you get people into church the seventh day, ch- churches start selling chicken sandwiches. Yes. Brett, you tell me you and Sandy wouldn't be lined up outside church? I'd be there in a second. I'm already I'm already working on some numbers here. I would love to be a part of this at the ground floor. I think this is okay. a great idea. Well, I would like it. This is what I would like you to do, Brett. Mm-hmm. Find a church. Contact the... Reverend. The reverend, the top dog. Got there, it. Got it. And bring this idea to them. And That's say, great. You all know Chick-fil-A, six days a week, closed on Sundays. Church is where we're going to have chicken sandwiches. While they're closed, we have a clear path to the chicken to, sandwich uh market sal- to chicken salvation chicken salvation yes i thought you were going to pitch a menu because you were saying that how limited the menu is and they're already doing small and i'm going to i'm going to be honest here i don't like small plates when i go to a restaurant i'm like give me the biggest plate i'm like can i eat it right off of that tray yeah Julie, this is such a thing. I I could not agree with you more. This Thank this you. so-called small plates revolution is makes just a way me, for them to give you sick. less food for the same amount of for money. More, no, for more money. For Brett. more money, often because it's small plates, it's a thing. It's a whole. Yeah. There's a you know, mm-hmm. you're paying for the experience. For the privilege yeah. Yeah. of yeah. pretending like you're Miss Fancy Pants. Mm-hmm. I went to a restaurant in in a Highland Park here in Los Angeles one time that was small. I'm already plates. getting angry. I'm already getting angry. Get this. I Listen ordered ravioli. I ordered the ravioli, yeah. and it was look. To be fair, it was an appetizer. It was not an entree. Yeah, but what's but the I difference will, at a point? I came and put focus I'm on this sorry menu. To interrupt you. How much I'm was? Sorry it? to interrupt you, Brett, but I will tell you right now, I have never had a satisfying portion of ravioli. No one has ever given me enough ravioli. I'll tell you, we, you want to know where you get a satisfying... So I'm uh, already book, angry about this. Brett, yes, go ahead, Tom. Brett, <laughs> you book it a Beppo with, Julie. You know why? Because oh, it's meant for five like, people. Back up the ravioli truck? It's meant for five people. Or me. Oh, you get a party platter. No, Please. just the regular. The you, best thing you'll ever see is on the Buca de Beppo menu. Tom, you know this. They say 35 you, bucks. Yep. Serves three to five. Or Tom. Is what it says on the menu. It says serves three to five or Tom, and he still even might eat some other stuff. Or a full Tom, or a or a half full Tom. Yeah, or half of Tom serves three to five humans, one point five Toms. I just know whenever I've gone to a restaurant and I start, I see, I see myself looking at the ravioli. I say to myself, Julie, there's only gonna be three of those fuckers. Get this. If you're lucky, guess how many, how rav- many guess did how you many, have? Guess how many ravioli they brought if me. If you say what, I'm gonna throw my couch out the window. They in brought me one ravioli on a plate, no. like there was like a freaking gonna be a no. freaking engagement ring in it or something. They bring it out like it's ceremonial. This one ravioli on this plate. They lay it like down in front of me. They said, "Sir, your ravioli." Sir, that's I just a sit ravioli. There with a fork and knife. Raviolo. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and I like Brett's to kind of like now. Ooh, boy, oh boy, where do I start on this one? And meanwhile, say, that's a one fork. That's a poke your fork. You're going to cut that thing. You're going to cut a ravioli? Slip it down your throat. Take it like a pill. 
The whole point of raviolis is they stick together. You can usually nail two of those in one bite. And I like the idea that you thought there would be an engagement ring either in it yeah. or on top of it, like yeah. a cushion. Like you'd see yeah. like, yeah. like your highness. And that's how you'd present the royal, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whatever mm-hmm. whatever piece of jewelry they, 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 they requested at that mm-hmm. particular moment. That's what it felt like. It felt like it was like, surely this is just the the uh, some item in a ceremony this isn't my this can't be what i ordered from this restaurant just one ravioli and guess what it was basic it was a basic ravioli i thought i was gonna bite in this thing i was like well it better be good it was Mm -hmm. normal it was a normal ravioli i would have taken a can of chef boyardee ravioli Mm -hmm. from my purse Mm -hmm. asked for a can opener yes i'd like to order a can opener at the table yes (laughs) Or maybe I maybe I wouldn't have asked for a kid over. I would have just taken a knife and just start hammering it in until it makes a dent. Or like when the guys bring in the water around, just go like, "Hey, you got a can opener back there? Mm-hmm. I'll give you four dollars." Actually, you know what? I have a Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife's all you need. And then I would start to eat because I will say this: room temperature Chef Boyardee ravioli is better than. Uh, I'm going to put it in like at least the top 45 percentile like meals. Okay. It's really that good. I've had in the last like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've had some mm-hmm. bad meals. I've yeah. had some good meals. I I would take that over a lot of um, so-called fine dining. My friend, I suppose. Yeah. My friend, Matt Berry, who when we were, he was now he's not from America. So he doesn't understand these things. He said to me one time, who is Chef Boyard? <laughs> if those two could meet I would die happy <laughs> he just like he said Chef Boyard should we make sure he's tried the chef's specialty he was like he was like this reminds me of something I had breakfast in a can as a well student. I would say this about there's a Chef British Boyardee. thing called breakfast in a can is there a breakfast in a can it's a British thing and it's well you know they have those Heinz beans mm-hmm. that they put on toast that is yeah. sort of like Chef Boyardee's tomato sauce pretty much they are very close it's tomato and sugar there he is the uh, founder of Chef Boyardee is uh, Chef Hector Boyardee yeah uh-huh. Boyardee uh, Hector Boyardi, who played um, uh, an important role in the country's World War II efforts, it says here. I love this. I love Brad. Brad went to the sh- the Chef Boyardi website. Can you go up a little bit, Brad? I want to read something. Chef Boyardi has been a long. Chef Boyardi has long been an iconic part of American mealtimes. But did you know the company and founder, Chef Hector Boyardi, played an important role in the country's World War II efforts? How am I supposed to know? Oh, I knew that. First of all, I know what side the Italians were on. Yeah. Chef Boyardi won help in the cause. A. B. What do you mean by important? Yeah. Chef Boyardi must have done a... uh, Chef Boyardi did a little uh, Operation uh, Paperclip. uh, Yeah, he was either... He was was either Operation Paperclipping or he said Mm -hmm. to Mussolini, hey, look over there. And then he said to the Americans... He climbed in a giant can of Chef Boyardee and hid. Mussolini got so angry at how bad his linguine was that night. Yeah. <laughs> that he got sick to his stomach and that 
Then the Allied forces moved in. Yes, that's what happened. They got all the Italian forces had stomach aches and were doubled <laughs> over. They're so very they were easy used to, to like really good. Like even their rations are better yeah. than our passions. Yes, Brett, that's a T-shirt. Your our our rations are better than your passions. Great, great. Yeah, we don't care what's on it. It does. That's the mo- you go. Brett's choice on that one. I can throw yeah, one of those, uh, you know, not Rosie the Anything Riveter, but one of those kind of secondary characters from those World War II. Anything. Brett, you do whatever you want. Brett, with okay, great. We don't. We want your mind to run wild. Yeah. What's the shirt going to say, Brett? Uh, 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 I mean, I'm recording this. Wow, okay. Zoe's really showing me up right now. Our, Our rations, rations are, better. are better than your passions. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. That's great. <laughs> and I'm gonna. This is my challenge to this. I want this one to be the most expensive shirt we've ever made. What does that mean? The it production costs. Hundred dollars a shirt. Oh, Whatever the, the, we no, can charge for it. Cost of it. Okay, the got final it, got cost. It, got it, got it. I want this okay. one to be the worst shirt and the most expensive one. But if I see you wearing one out and about. I'll hand you two dollars. <laughs> and I'll take one of those dollars. Julia's gonna take one of them, so you get one. But seriously, I'll give you I'll give you if you wear if you're I if I see you wearing our rations are better than your passions, mm-hmm. the seventy dollar double threat shirt. Seventy five. <laughs> the seventy five <laughs> So stupid. $75. And I don't care. And I, and I can, it could have SpongeBob on yeah. it, sucking his own D. Yeah, that's a good idea. There you go. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to Double Threat. Welcome to Double Threat. Starring Tom and Julie. Yes. And also in the booth, we have Brett and Zoe. Oh, so glad to be here. Zoe, are you glad to be here? I am so glad. Oh, we're so glad to be here in the booth for another episode of Double Threat. And to catch people up, Mm -hmm. um, Brett, we had last week off, and now we're back, and we're We're here in 2024, which is a lot of even numbers, if you ask me. Yeah. And um, and Brett had his watch along last night, That's and right. I saw a little bit of it. Um, he What'd ate you... a pie. Did you eat the whole pie? No, but I did. So uh, whoever wins the trivia contest every month gets to choose what I eat on the next watch along. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, but you did not eat the. How much of the pie did you eat? Uh, I would say I ate a fourth of it. What kind of pie? Coconut cream pie from House of Pies. Where is the rest? They're listening, of the, uh, Tom. They're, they're listening to the show to. I'm so, I took it home. I thought Amy would like. You can't some, take it home. Who told threat. you you could take? That's property Forever Dog's property. It's a property double threat. Hold on a second, Brett. You can't yeah. take that thing home. That stupid Baskin Robbins turkey is probably still in the freezer. It's still in there. Joe's convinced that it's going to be some sort of collector's item, so he's hanging on. What to kind it. of? Co- yeah, it's a mold collector's yeah. item. Yeah. Yeah. The same Collecting way. Collecting samples yeah. for the, the the scientists that are like the villains of the movie Alien. Yeah. You say that. Flash forward to a Sotheby's auction 50 years from now. The guy up there with the gavel going, you know, we they, and they they sell a painting. And the next yeah. thing up, we got this uh, Baskin Robbins turkey cake uh, yeah. circa 2023. It's in 
uh, remarkable horrible condition. condition. It's <laughs> horrible disgusting. condition. It's it was... given people more diseases than. Yes, exactly. We've got this Baskin Robbins diarrhea cake. Everybody, uh... we'll start the bidding at four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Four hundred thousand dollars. Space dollars. Space yeah. dollars. Four hundred thousand space dollars, and the bidding is fast and furious. Yeah, it really will I can't be. Can't believe you took that. That what did know. the cake sit in the front seat with you? Like it was your your wife? Did you put a seatbelt on it? I did put a seatbelt on it. I almost dropped it taking out of the cake. I had a little moment there of you know like a whoa 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 moment uh, with this pie. When you uh, were driving, did you open the box and stick your finger in the cream and get a little taste? You did, didn't you? I did. I mean, not, there's nothing I wrong with even, that. I wasn't not even picturing okay. a box. Outside I of wasn't that, even picturing a box. I was just picturing a a baldly naked pie, uh-huh. like it was on the a windowsill mm. of a of a southern lady waiting for it to cool. Yeah. Now this guy, he ordered the thing. He took it. Bring back. the pie back. He probably went home. Him and Amy probably reconstructed the quarter of the thing that he ate, and then yeah. he returned it to House of Pies for a refund. Right. Uh, I didn't want this one. Uh, can I get a refund, please? And then they wouldn't give him a refund. So then he tried to do one of them erotic pie sitting videos in their parking lot. And then he saw yeah. a sign that says, no, don't do those. Yeah. You see. No more. Yeah. No more. No more erotic pie sitting videos there. What if we called House of Pies and said, if we were going to shoot an erotic uh, pie sitting video, could, what kind of discount could we get in bulk? We're talking about like 15, 16 pies here. It's like the gangbang of pie sitting video. These things don't even have to taste good. They just got to look good. I'm going to, I'm going to be, and yes, me, I'm going to be like sitting on one pie and then I'm going to go to the next one and I'm going to go to the next one and I'm going to go to the next one. Yeah. My name's Keith. I'm going to be sitting on a pie. We're all going to be sitting on pies. And also what's your uh, filming policy in your business? What about the parking lot? How about the park? How about uh, out on the street? Middle of Vermont. Hill- Hillcrest? Yeah. For, yeah, where is that? What is that? Is it Franklin and Vermont or Hank Franklin, Franklin and, and Hillcrest? Vermont. Franklin and Vermont. Yeah. My now, favorite comedy duo. They, they did were them great. some things with pies. They would put pies in each other's faces. That was before we knew that it was better if you sat on them. You could yeah. make more money, I should say. Not that it's better or worse, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you only had a quarter of that thing. What a quitter, Brett. What a quitter you yeah. are. Yeah. Well, I mean, I uh, I also had popcorn. I had uh, diet coke. Uh, you know, I have a, I have I have a lot going on. If you had, I'm, pig, had I'm pigging a out. If you're buying, I'm not picking out. No, no, Brett. No, what I'm saying is, if you're going to have a pie. Or if you're going to have pie, what you do is you make a pot of coffee and you go full David Lynch on this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. You go Agent Cooper yeah. on that thing. Yeah. Agent Cooper has only eaten slices, though. If I, I, ate, a, I ate a slice. A I ate a slice. slice. Listen, so bird by bird, a slice, my so friend. How do you, write a, how do you want... write a report? How do you write anything? Bird by bird. Slice bird by, by bird. slice. Slice by slice. Brett, I, I, did you submit a receipt to Forever Dog for that pie? Be honest. Uh, no, the- no. I, I've been, I've been. Um, is that out of we pocket? We still think it belongs. There have been to expenses the- on uh, Watch Along Wednesday, but I don't like I have when you use the them. passive. Vo- I don't like when you use the passive voice. I'm paying there, for everything on this thing. There have been expenses. Why aren't? Why didn't there you submit it? Mistakes were made. I don't want. I don't want to further. You know this. Like we're trying to. I, I don't know. Tom likes pie. Zoe likes. Zoe, do you like pie? 
Sure. Yeah. So he doesn't eat mm-hmm. anything. I offer things every week. Hey, you want some coffee? You want some food? You want? No, I'm good. I'm good. Well, she might be one of those people like me who is like who likes to go home and like eat alone. She could go in a back room with whatever we order. I'm not <laughs> like, gonna watch like her put eat it. Something, put something away like I'm a snake or something. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll do snake meal. <laughs> As long as no one's watching. This That'd is be what, a good yeah. porno. Sorry, what? Snake meal? Yeah. <laughs> he, this is what Zoe said to me the other day. Hey, Tom. Yeah, Zoe. Did you know Brett has seen the Waterworld uh, show at Stunt Universal spe- Studios? Stunt Spectacular. The Waterworld Stunt Spectacular over 50 times. Is and that I, true? And I said. Roughly. That's ballpark. Estimate. And I was like, Zoe. You just wrote half of this week's episode of Double Threat. Sorry. <laughs> like, or what none of it. Hell? Because, you know, when you go so, there. Yeah. Let's set the stage. Because I, I, yeah, Zoe just like the leaked the Pentagon Papers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's speaking set the leaks, stage. Speaking of leaks, I'll bet the Waterworld exhibit did a lot of leaks. Groundwater in Los Angeles is probably poisoned because of all the experimenting they had to do to get it just right for Brett. Uh, that yeah. tank is strong. That tank is solid. It's all a self. It's all a, a system that self generates itself. It's not connected to the larger uh, plumbing of Los Angeles, as far as I understand it. Um, I just want to make it clear that I am not some sort of I'm not Mister Moneybags throwing around money going to Universal. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I have gamed the system over at Universal because it's actually fairly. If you buy a ticket once to go to Universal, it's pretty affordable to just upgrade to a annual pass. Most people are not going to do that because they're not. They're coming in from out of town to go to Universal. I upgrade to an annual pass, and then I am I am their worst nightmare. I'm the one they didn't. I'm the one they didn't think of. I'm the one they didn't count on because I'm going to Universal twice a week. It's right down the street from the studio here. Sandy loves it. We have a whole routine. You go in. It's your home away from home. It's my home away from home. We go to the Minions Playground. I get a drink at the Irish Pub. Then we go see the Waterworld exhibit. It's a hell of an afternoon. And you can kind of do it over and over again and never get bored of it. Mm-hmm. Now, is the Waterworld thing you're talking about based on the Kevin Costner movie? It sure is. And you might ask yourself, how and did a Waterworld exhibit? He, is that the one where he drinks his own urine or is that um, Field of Dreams? Both actually. What's the one where he gargles with it and sings um Glory, Glory, Hallelujah? It's Bull Durham. Okay. And you might be asking yourself I'm the kind of guy I like to watch football on a Sunday. I like to gargle with my own urine. Like he lays down the rules of being a guy like he did in Bull Durham. Oh, is that in there? But then he says like some weird thing that no guy can even mm-hmm. remote or no human can even remotely relate to. Yeah. I like to gargle my own urine. <laughs> I believe that the JFK assassination, the, the Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK. I like to gargle my own urine. <laughs> then Bugs Bunny walks in holding a sign that says it has a screw and a ball on it. Yeah, I'm pointing to him. <laughs> So you go there, you watch the thing, then you go home. You might be asking yourself, how is there still a Waterworld exhibit in 2024? Wasn't that movie famously a flop 
you know, back in the 90s? Yeah. Well, the answer is because the the stunt spectacular is that good. It's that good that sure. they can't they can't even rebrand it. They can't they just they still you know, they've got everything else is a movie that is recent or a new thing. You know, it's Fast and the Furious and it's uh, The Mummy and it's uh, and it's things uh, people have heard of. And yeah, all like. those, all, yeah. Jurassic they, Park, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they actually are rebranding it. It's not going to be called the What's his, Waterworld Stunt Spectacular is what it used to be called. They're changing it now to Brett Bohm's Cry for Help. <laughs> And it's you can't hear that cry for they, help though because of the, how loud the applause is because everybody's so they're having such a good time in there. Yeah, everyone. The water oh is made out of his. It's the, the water yeah. is made out of his tears. They have like a yeah. giant bread bone like bread bone, head. A giant crying and, bread he, bone. and he sobs, yeah. and then that's the water. Yeah, yeah. The uh, bread bone cry for help stunt spectacular. Imagine you could go to a place and that all the best, all the best stunt actors in Hollywood, mm-hmm. all all the ones who are doing the real work out there, who are jumping off buildings yeah. and mm-hmm. riding horses through flames and things, mm-hmm. all of those people in one place, yeah. and they are the stars now. Sure. None of these, none of these, uh, you know, pesky A-listers, Writers. the real stars, mm-hmm. the stunt actors, they could do a whole show yeah. themselves mm-hmm. uh, three times a day. Seven days a week, yeah, right there the, at Universal Studios. All the stunt people show up for it. Uh, Cliff Booth and then his his brother John Wilkes and Phone mm-hmm. also work there. Yeah, um, and also, can I get a people. can I get a in the back <clears throat> at the diner? <laughs> the guy who did the stunts in My Dinner with Andre works that show. Uh, yeah, Andre the Giant. <clears throat> Andre the Giant. My dinner with Andre the Giant. Brett. Over 50 times? Over 50 times. It just accumulates. It wasn't intended. I wasn't wasn't trying to hit 50. I don't have a punch card. Did you ever get into the pool? Yeah. It's tempting, honestly. Honestly. I'll bet it is. I've been trying to think of ways I can sort of do it uh, uh, so it appears accidental. Oh, to make it look like an accident? Yeah, like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, that's, yeah. that's a fun, like, double threat contest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe I could bring the pie in there, because I was t- I was telling you I had no, an incident no. with the pie. Yeah. Absolutely not. You're not. This water is already going to kill you once you get yeah. it. So let's just make sure that it's not any more contaminated than it already is. And let's keep the pie where it belongs, which is in the Forever Dog like yeah, commissary area, whatever that is, kitchen. The yeah. guy commissary. in the stunt spectacular who plays the Mariner, and of course the Mariner was Kevin Costner's character from Waterworld. The guy who plays the Mariner, he comes in. Oh, because first the bad guy comes in, the Dennis Hopper character comes in, and he has a couple jokes that always kill. And, and, and then right, the, from Blue Velvet. What are the jokes? You've seen it 50 times. So the Frank Booth, but he plays Frank Booth. That's the other brother who helped works on the stunt show. Yes, Frank. Cliff Booth. Can I get one in the back at the diner? John Wilkes. <laughs> and Phone. And, and phone Frank. And Frank. <laughs> That's the Booth stunt family. Yes. His first joke is he comes out and he uh, he puts a golf ball down. He comes First they come in and they're blowing up everything and shooting everything. Now what? He now put- wait a minute. He puts a golf ball on the ground, uh, and then uh, he hits it into the audience, and then he goes, "Hi, I'm Tiger Woods," and that always gets a good, sure. No, it's it great. Tiger response. Woods, who retired from golfing 19 years ago, uh, he hits a golf ball into the audience. 
Yeah, I always try to follow the path of it. It looks like a real golf ball. I'm Every time I'm waiting for him to mishit this thing and just knock someone in the front row with this golf ball, but it, it hasn't happened yet. Are you convinced that it's a hologram? I've been trying. It's honestly the biggest mystery of the whole thing is how he's just has the confidence oh, to hit a golf ball anyone? into the audience and it never injures anyone. I don't know what the, they must have some trick or something that I'm missing because that's a I mean, that's a real risk. Golf balls. I mean, but professional what, but what golfers. What an opener, miss though. It. What an yeah. opener. What a spectacular way to yeah. start a show. You don't want to lose that. No. You can't lose no. that. The whole show will fall apart. Maybe the ball's on a string or something. Guy's seen it 50 right. times. He still can't figure out the golf ball trick. Well, I always How sit at an angle. I gotta sit. I gotta sit dead on the you golf. Still ball. can't get a good seat after 50 times. <laughs> you don't have any pull. You don't have any pull at the the Water World show. Not in the 50 times I've been. I've never had a good so seat. I've never had a good this, angle. What happens after Dennis Hopper's character hits a golf ball into the audience? So then he has like a fun little repartee. He's got like a little henchman. He and the henchman have the henchman's a little too over enthusiastic, so he has to kind of check his henchman. So they have some fun repartee. Um, and then the Mariner shows up, and the Mariner comes in on a jet ski, and he's just flying around this pool on a jet ski. Everyone's losing their minds. At one point, he goes under the water on a jet ski, yeah. under the yeah. water, and then flies mm -hmm. back up out of the water on the jet ski. He's mm -hmm. doing this live yeah. for the third time on a Thursday. I mean, this mm -hmm. is this is this is the best. This is the most entertaining mm -hmm. thing in Los Angeles is the is the Water World stunt spectacular. Anyone who works at the Waterworld Stunt Spectacular, please reach out to us. We're gonna we're gonna look into that. We're gonna I, I would love nothing more. Um, the guy who the the guy is usually in charge of it. The henchman is usually ends up being the you know because uh, they also do the thing like at the end of like a community theater play where all the actors come out at the end to like thank the audience. You know that? Yeah, sure. after the they bows, do that every time on the Waterworld like Stunt they break show. Character. They break character. They come out and they say thank you so much. Uh, and then they tell you who, which all the uh, shows all the stunt actors have been in. Mm -hmm. The main guy is from uh, 911, that show 911, yes. which means he's doing, I mean, that's got to be the top of the stunt actor pyramid, that show, uh, based on the commercials I've oh, seen. Yeah. So I think he's pretty well respected mm -hmm. in, in, yeah. um, in, in the stunt community. Yeah. I would love to talk to him. I bet he's got a lot of stories. Yeah, I bet you he does. That'd be cool. Yeah. Hey, everybody, thanks for coming to the Waterworld Stunt Spectacular. We know you being here means that you couldn't get into Super Mario World, so we appreciate you coming here because every other ride is more crowded. Now, this is Karen. She's on CSI. Yeah. Here's a question, Brett. Yeah. While the Mariner is doing his jet ski uh -huh. kind of like tricks. Yep. What are the villain and the henchman doing to the side? Are they like like doing like the Pulp Fiction like twist like Uma Thurman? Great and question. They are doing John Travolta. Or? They're doing a series of like little bits. So they're like they're like you know they're trying to follow the Marin around and they're trying to shoot at him. Uh, but then they also have an, uh, several little like quick comedy bits that they'll do, kind of slapstick style. There's a little oh, okay. bit of slapstick involved. Sure. Um, and so they're doing some like comedy bits uh, on, on like the center of the, because all of this is like a floating island, right, in the water. So they're doing some comedy bits on the island, and then the Mariner's flying around, jumping, going under the water on his jet ski. It has everything. It has action. It has comedy. Um, it has a uh, heart. You can start to feel you... for these characters by the end of the thing. Mm -hmm. If you can't get in the water, how? What are the odds that you could just drink a little bit of yeah. it? Yeah. Oh well, they splash. I mean, 
there's a lot of people that drink that water every oh. time because they are there. There's a splash seats, and again, I never get there early enough to get in the splash seats. Oh, I, but, that would be another porno. Could I could, yeah, splash seats. Call it. Brett, will you mm-hmm. keep a list of things we're going to ask the House of Pies about? Yeah, uh, sure. One so is far, called, it's, uh, one is called snake meal. One is called split. What was snake meal? I might have. Uh... That's well, I haven't written it yet, but okay. I was just saying that I like to eat in. I like to eat when no one's watching me, and sometimes I eat so much that it's like when a snake eats like a whole, uh, you know, gigantic meal, and you then can like see the outline of it in their eat any. Yeah, 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 yeah the outline that. of it in their body. So I, okay, I'm not sure what the porno is going to be. Right. I like to eat when nobody's watching me. Yeah, that's my sort of song. That's my soundtrack. It's my jam. And my jam is on, by the way, this saltine. Uh-huh. Because I'm alternating sweet and salty Christ. for a just a, a row. Mm-hmm. Now, Those are my portions when it comes to cookies and crackers. This dude has been to this show 50 times yet to nab a splash zone seat. Are those more expensive? No, you just have to get there early enough. I'm always kind of cutting it close at this thing. I, I, and I, I can't really explain that. I don't know why I don't think farther no. ahead because I love going to this thing. It but I'm always like just... you need a splash zone seat and you need a I got to figure out this golf uh-huh. ball illusion. Those are the two. Yeah, those are the next two Part things seat. to do, I think. Um, Part of me okay. wants you to go to the Waterworld show right now. <laughs> yeah, I could. Let me see what time it's on. It's four minutes away. Yeah, no, it would take forever. Yeah, and I and you should st- you should we should do this in advance so that yeah, let's you yeah. Can wear a uh, steam, yeah. you can wear a steampunk top hat so that you can strap oh, yeah. a GoPro to your forehead with a little box. A day with bread not balls. a not a big departure from a nor- from a normal day for me. Um, what I mean, a, the GoPro would be the new element. What about this? A yeah. day with bread balm. You go to Toothsome's, then you yeah. walk over to. Universal. Oh, is this a contest? Are we setting out this like to like an endurance? Like it's like hands on a hard a, body. Win a date with? Oh, it's then you win a car. <laughs> what if it's hands on a Brett Boehm? And we hands, just make we people need, not let go of him. This is the best <laughs> idea I've ever heard. No, hands no, on a Brett Boehm. Forget about Toothsome. Forget. I don't care what he does All that day. In other words, hands you on a Brett Boehm. You cannot stop touching Brett. Yeah, and then you'll win. Yeah. Have to have one hand on him at all times. Mm-hmm. I get to move and around have, like, though, and I get to live my life. Him. No, you don't. And it can't be hair. Can't be hair. You got to have your mitts on his face. On something that has skin on it. You got to be under the shirt. Or teeth. Or teeth in the mouth. This is such a good idea. I'm gonna grab him through his mouth. Like so, Jeez. one guy's just like, I'm just gonna scoop my hand. <laughs> Like a fish hook? Yeah. I scoop my hand in and curl it up over his top. Probably a good move. It's like when you're moving furniture and you try to find like a good grip and then you finally get it. Yeah. Well, that's what that would be. Up under the teeth is probably actually a good good move. Yeah. Can I? I mean, can I? Hands on a Brett Boehm. Hands on a Brett Boehm. Can I bite? Can I sort of fight back a little bit or I'm just completely passive? Nope, you're passive. I think you're just doing what you usually do. Because whatever the listener wins should like it be like an advantage to you somehow. Like in other words, you you need to be like on their side. Otherwise otherwise you're being attacked by like like basically like seagulls on your Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want that. Got it. Unless so we do. It would be like um the winner 
the winner and me get to split the yes. prize money. Yeah. Okay. Or so maybe have... there's. Well, let, hold on. I don't remember saying the word money. Yeah. Mo- the Let's prize back money. Back up a little bit here. Yeah. Let's think in terms of you can be rich in all kinds of ways in life, yeah, experiences, friends. So let's think about the prize in terms of like maybe the two of you go see a show together. Yeah. Yeah. I got a card for the uh, arcade on the Santa Monica Pier that has probably like $12 on it. Okay. Okay. What do you want us to do about that? <laughs> Is that where you buy your know. Coke? I don't know, this, know where you're going with that. Something you want to talk about? Yeah. or? I got a card uh, for Santa Monica Pier for the arcade. It's got like $12 on it. Okay. Uh, good to know, Brett. Right? I, um, yeah. We'll pick this up. You ever have a therapist like end a session by being like, we'll pick this up? Yeah. <laughs> we'll pick this up. Never. Next time. Yeah. So we got to do something with the Universal uh, Studios uh, Waterworld Stunt Spectacular. Or not. Or just let Brett deal with it and then like have him come back to us with things that we, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be there regardless. Or have two days Zoe. A week. Maybe yeah. Zoe's or maybe she's our spy maybe she's our mole here because it doesn't seem like something he was very forthcoming about to begin with i'll tell you that julie our greatest asset on the show is zoe yeah zoe keep an eye on this as it develops yeah well here's an idea this would be my dream scenario what if if uh i Zoe could reach out get us somebody from the water world sun spectacular preferably the main the villain the guy um uh, they come on the show. My dream would be if they could let me be in the stunt spectacular. Like if I could, you know, like they just like I get in the thing. I mm-hmm. just some really easy stunt that I can prepare sure. for. I j- fall off a ledge into the water, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. There's got to be something where they let people, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh yeah, of course, you know, jump choose, in and choose the way roles. they want it. Cho- choose the yeah. way they want to die. Yeah, the way they want to get paralyzed. You um. <laughs> Every time you pitch something on this show, it's just like, here's how I want to die in front of you. Yeah, like, exactly. It's it was a, the sliders. He always pitches these things that are way outside of his range of expertise. At what point you were making poison from your own trees. Yeah. Lemoncello, I'm actually back at it. Uh, I got several jars steeping in my closet right now. Terrifying steeping to me. in my closet. Sun Valley Lemoncello making a triumphant return mm-hmm. this summer. Mark your yeah. calendars. Yeah. I saw a lemon. I saw someone cutting a lemon on TikTok, and it was a deformed lemon, and it, pardon the expression, unlocked a new phobia for me. Okay. I'll send it to you. It's like, what's that fear? Cryptophobia, the one with holes next to mm-hmm. each other. It was like that, but for lemons. It was so upsetting. It was so lumpy. And it had, ah, I'm getting like creeped out just thinking about it, but maybe you'll think it's cool. No, I, um, I hear you, Julie. I had one come off the tree last week that was like mm-hmm. two lemons in one, and it was all yes! lumpy and, mal- and, and deformed. And I was like, I know this has. I should be glad this has extra surface area because you know I'm just, I'm just using the peels, but there's something about mm-hmm. it that was so uncanny and disturbing. I couldn't use it. I couldn't use it in the limoncello. I, okay. I, I had marked it, it. You know what? It's gone. It was on TikTok. I I marked it, and now it's gone. And I think that's probably a sign for me not to look it up because it was like 
it genuinely gave me the the, the yeah. creep. No, the they creep. did you a favor. They did you a favor by pulling it. Now, Brett Bowen. Oh yes. How was your watch along? It was so much fun. It's up available now on Patreon. Uh, we he watched was watching pornos at the beginning, you know. But, not a, um, not a. I mean, not hardcore pornography. I tuned in and I saw him watching a porno, and then he said you it did? made him horny. He said, "This makes me horny." Baby, did he say baby? No, that's why I was disturbed because I thought, "Oh, he's just being funny like Austin Powers," but he yeah. was like, "No, like this it was a Richard Greco porno," and he said, "This makes me horny." This movie. Oh, that's basically horny. true. Yeah, it was a, a, a soft Basically, what did I get wrong? Well, it was just let's declare it was a soft core like erotic movie, you know, R-rated movie uh, uh-huh. with Richard Greco Tom, called. It wasn't Tom Cat. It wasn't on on our. I was like, I don't know if this is the Double Thread brand. That's what I'm starting to wonder with some of this no? stuff. This well, like, guy Brett, Brett wants yeah. to like kill himself in front of us, and yeah. now he's now he's watching porno. Yeah. Like I thought this was like a goofy show that was like I don't know, like I'd say a soft R. Yeah, you know what it's like, Julie. It's like we opened up a store. Like say we opened up. Anthrop- our own anthropology. Jay Crew or okay, of, anthropology. Like, we have our place like this. And then Brett shows up, mm-hmm. throws a blanket down on the sidewalk in front of our place. Yes, and he's selling like like the fucking machine that he's George Clooney makes and burn after in, reading. He's got that. He's got that. <laughs> he's got some he's got some weird old comic books and and uh like old old like uh like ketchup bottles and things that he thinks are like and he's like no no i'm i'm uh selling stuff too mm-hmm. i'm helping with the brand and, and we're, and we're both entrance. like yeah he's kind of blocking the entrance and we're both just like i don't know if this is the brand right right he's like this skirt this is yeah. beaded beautifully yeah we have couches downstairs. it smells like the best candle you've ever this smells like the most expensive candle in the world. Brett, I'm not and saying you're like, not the brand, of course. Oh, look, I can assure you, I get maybe edible the, panties are in a box that's already been opened. We just watched five minutes oh, of the porno. Oh, it was, oh. it was, yeah. It didn't, it didn't They're go not on. Sealed. Julie, he only watched five minutes of the porno. He said he was horny. Yeah. I you can't know. recover from that without discussing it. It's my show. Am I not allowed to be honest? It's my, it's my, my, it's. You are allowed to be honest. I just looked. The chat was being be a little, they were, you know, they were, the chat was kind of goofing <gasps> on it. What did they say? The, the, the chat was just what, goofing okay. on it, you know, about like how silly and, it was. And I, so I was like, right. I don't know. I'm, 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 you know. Horny. I'm failing. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, buying what this thing is selling right now. Okay. Now, Listen, how, filthy, I, how filthy did it get? Not too filthy. I mean, Richard Grieco is like some sort of cat man person, and he's very good at sex. Do you see anybody in a bra? Uh, at the beginning of the scene, and then the bra fell off. Brett, could you just play it for Tom? Yeah, let me see. Let me see sure. fifteen seconds of this. Sure. I will say, if I thought something was sexy and people were goofing on it, it would make me. It would. It would hurt my feelings mm-hmm. if I was watching like. If I was showing something like secretary to people and they were like, oh, right, this is right. stupid, like I'd probably be like, shut up. You're not fit to like, um, ma- you're not fit to like lint roll the felt off of Red Reddington's hat. Right. Yeah. Red is speaking his truth. I'm speaking my truth. 
It's called three-part harmony. We just need a fourth to have a barbershop quartet. Tom, are you interested? Oh, you know I'm interested. So this is the opening to Tomcat Dangerous Desires. Mm -hmm. Wait, um, before you start, Brett, Tom, can I pitch something to you really quick? Yeah, please. What if we have a barbershop quartet that's just four of the guys with the low voices? That is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Right? And they're just those are the best parts of those. He's like, Caroline, my sweet Caroline. And then the other guy's like, Sweet Caroline, sweet Caroline. Such a good idea. Yeah. And they all are dressed like Lurch. With like family. Or or they're all wearing barbershop quartet outfits that are like a little too small. There's like implies that they killed a barbershop quartet. Sure. Yeah. There's like And like wore their clothes. Yeah. Now, where'd you get this? Who who recommended this? Right, is, so this, this is, Sarah, yeah. is this Sarah, Brett? This was a Sarah recommendation. So Sarah Freilich, who's a, who's a, a VHS collector, um, a great, um, um, uh, one of my favorite movie lovers out there. All, knows about all these like fun, interesting uh, movies that you've mm -hmm. never heard of before. Yeah. Um, uh, this is so Tomcat Dangerous Desire. She picked all three because she was the guest on last month. She picked all three of the nominations this month. Yeah. And by the way, Tomcat was not the movie we watched. We watched a gnome named Gnorm, which is very on brand for Double Threat. Did you yes. like it? Was it um, good? It wasn't, unfortunately, no. Um, it was directed by Stan Winston, which I didn't know, who's the special effects kind of, uh, mm -hmm. you know, master. Um, uh, it was it was not good. Well, you know I smoke his cigarettes. <laughs> Why do I even make <laughs> sounds with my mouth? <laughs> it's like, I know this feeling so well. You're just like, I'm going to open this door right now. And you're just like. What's behind it? Then you're like, I think I'm going to close this door, actually. Yeah, Did anybody stupid. catch me opening this door? I didn't open it. That's the story of my life. Yeah, How do you well. think I felt when I said uh, when I when I said phone and John Wilkes? That was fun. I liked no, it. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. I liked it. Well, it was fun for me. Well, I'm glad it was fun for that made one of us. Well, I hope this is fun for all of us. This is the opening uh I scene. Think we're meant to I don't think God put us on this earth to enjoy our lives, Tom. Not <laughs> ours. We might be here to like bring other people happiness. No, I think we're the we're the Pagliacci, uh, we're in that Pagliacci story. Um, is that what, uh, like... You go to the doc oh, doctor, I'm so oh, sad. But, oh, right, but doctor, I am the clown Go see Pagliacci, the great Pagliacci. Right. The clown right. makes everyone laugh. But doctor, I am, the, I am yeah. Pagliacci. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was what Big Pussy calls, like, mm -hmm. Polly Walnuts. Hey, Pagliacci. Yeah. Doctor, doctor, I'm so sad. I don't know what to do. I find no more happiness in life. Well, go see the Waterworld Stunt Spectacular. That will make you so happy. There's a Tiger Woods joke. Doctor, I am the mariner from the Stunt Spectacular. The doctor blows his own brains out. Yeah. Like, could, oh. you, could you imagine that water with jet skis driving in it and it's splashing people? It's, it's like, like getting Brett hit in the face with gasoline. There's like a world in which you're back 
in Georgia and you have a jet ski and you like, like you play paintball on the weekend, you know, like there's yeah, like thing, yeah, there's an yeah. alternate universe great. where you're like not as culturally rich and intelligent as you are, Brett, yeah, you know, exactly. Where you're not there's watching like an poor eastbound things. and down version of you somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I got hit on the head with like a heavy book or something. Um, yeah. And then, but but uh, then but the, the people around you were just like they didn't know what that th- they call that thing uh, like uh, uh, like a clean like a like a like tissues that are hold the door stupid. open. Yeah. Like that's the, like, hold the door open tissues. Those big things that you with the, with the the crappy tissues inside you got to tear out. Mm-hmm. They're not even good tissues. They're not soft. They're dirty. They're dirty too. They've got like ink um, all over them. Marks all over yeah. them. Yeah, that's what a book is in Georgia. Well, speaking of uh, a dirty fat- tissue collect, uh, a lousy tissue. And also, I just want to say this: you said Julie was kind enough to ask you, and I'm not. This is not pick on Brett Day. Look, am I happy about the pie thing? No, I'm not. I would have had a slice of that pie. That's There's a box scary. of Portos in there now. I don't know whose that is. I'm not gonna have some what of that. Portos. Who's 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 is it? What the hell are Portos? If there's Portos a box, is a fancy bakery out here. If there's oh. a box of Portos in a in company it? kitchen, what? it's on the counter. That is an what open invitation. Please tell me what's in the Zoe, box. Can you find out what's in that Portos box? Like the end of friggin' seven I over here. I hope it's not Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Oh my god. Now, but Brett is not picking I've on you. Never had any complaints. I just want to say, <laughs> it's in there, but she's doing "Hello, my baby." Hello, my darling. I just want to say, yeah. Julie said to you, "Tell me about the chicken and the the KFC thing." I never got to finish that. that. But I just want to say one thing about that. You ain't from you ain't from K. You're from G. It's called Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, it's the enemy. Well, no, but this you. is what this is what I was gonna say. Is that is that uh, you know. Uh, for people to know the history of the of the big chicken, uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken part is a is a Johnny Come Lately. They're the ones that just that just uh, found this the oh, carcass of this thing and, and slapped their, their name, name on it. Because gotcha, the chicken, gotcha. my chicken, what was it originally? Well, here's the thing. All right, it was even worse. It was it was originally a a Confederate themed uh, chicken restaurant. Um, oh, yeah. But this is the part of the story that that I love. This is why I mm-hmm. connect with the chicken. Is you remember I told you this before when they they had a big they were gonna have a big grand opening uh, celebration where they were gonna turn the chicken on because it's animatronic mm-hmm. and they were gonna have and they had so they got the Confederate flags waving. Everyone's dressing mm-hmm. up in their old Confederate uniforms. They're having a grand yeah. old time. Let's open up this thing and have a blast. And then they flip the switch and Frankenstein's monster awakens and the chicken. They did not uh, properly uh, know about all the engineering considerations of this chicken. So literally, this is true. The windows shatter. The wi- All the windows shatter. Glass is flying everywhere. The structure of the chicken starts like crumbling. It starts like the infrastructure starts to like t- like to turn in on itself. So yeah. all of these all of these fucking assholes. Sorry. Are there are at the, are at this are at this grand opening of this. Uh, a confederate chicken restaurant they turn the chicken on and it turns on them it turns on them all mm-hmm. and they're right. running they're fleeing the glass as it flies everywhere yes. and then it lay dormant this is what i remember growing up it lay dormant for years it was just sitting there rotting uh and then um and then kentucky fried chicken bought it and they dressed, gotcha. dressed it all up and put, a, put a merch store okay. in all there right. okay right. got it yeah and also isn't so it was a confederate chicken place isn't that uh redundant yeah Confederate and chicken. They lost. They lost and they ran like chickens. South's going to rise again. We're waiting. 
Anytime now, rise what? again. When they were trying to turn the chicken on, did they show them that Richard Grieco movie? <laughs> and was somebody sh- ashamed to admit that they wanted that they were turning it on that they were turned on? Do you have footage of yourself saying that it made you horny, Brett, from last night? Oh yeah, it's in the it's in the video. So you can go see that on Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I also just heard our uh, Patreon account got canceled. Uh, it did not. Please subscribe to our Patreon. It's the only way only we're going to keep doing the show. Yeah. I'm the bad yeah. guy. But, uh, yeah. I'm good. I, I won't say cops. I'm not using yeah. cop metaphors no. here. I'm the good guy. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. and then Tom. I'm stern but fair. Mm-hmm. And Tom is, is fair but stern. Sweet and kind. I'm fair but stern. Yep. The, uh, yeah. So let's see the scene that, right, that got go. you all uh, eroticized. Patreon.com slash double threat pod. A little taste of what you can find yeah. on the Patreon. This is how the movie starts? This is the very opening scene. So we're seeing like an old uh, sort of audio interface. Now we're seeing a body. Now we're zooming out. Make anything. We're seeing a lady. I believe it's a lady. The lady riding. She's, I think she's doing push-ups or something. Her friend. No, she's on the bus. No, she's getting her hair did. Somebody's fixing her hair while she oh, does push-ups. Brett, this is dirty. Now somebody's coming behind her. Also, her. I think that's her gym. Uh, her her trainer. Okay, this lady's getting like railed from behind and Richard Grieco's pulling her hair and then he just like put her, his, his hand around her neck and then he like pushed her forward and now he's like finishing the job. <laughs> they are smooching it up. Is that, he's is got, that a... like He's got like five fingers in her mouth. Yeah. It's gonna be like you and we do hands on a Brett Boehm. Yeah. Now there's more like playful choking, and now the windows are breaking like it's yeah. the, the the Georgia chicken. A couple Somebody's... burglars showed up. Yeah, some burglars. They want in yeah. on the fun. I assume. Is that, is that Benny Safdie's character from The Curse? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now he's gonna go take a take, see what these burglars are up to. So that was the Why scene you... that pressed your buttons, eh? Yeah, I thought it was hot. I'm a loser, no fucking beer. What's in the fridge? Is that a whole raw chicken? Yeah, because he's a cat. He's half cat. He what? Yeah, it's a movie. It's called okay, Tom Cat. Okay, well, this cat. is he's news like to me. Man. Then I retract everything Thank I said you, right? before. I apologize profusely from the bottom of my heart. I did not know that he was half cat. Look at that. There he is lurking behind. See that? He's got a baseball. What has he got? A croquet mm, mallet? Sledgehammer. But that's what that is? Yeah, they aren't messing around, but they, they broke into the wrong house. Remember how literal those, those Peter Gabriel videos were, Tom? Felt like I felt something. Yeah, sledgehammer. Just go check out all the of them. Yeah. Big time. I'm like, on my open... way. I'm making it. He'd say something like buzz, and then he'd open his mouth, and like bees would come bees out, would come you know? Out. Yeah. All right, so Richard Grieco has snuck up behind this bird. Totally naked. His hair is thicker than mine. Are you, Bert? Bert. Here. Are you, Bert? They're on a showdown on the stairwell. 
I mean, I'd like him to show a little bit more down if they move the camera that way. I'd like to see what he's hacking besides the... Nope, nope. Try to pull a knife on Tomcat. You don't pull a knife on Tomcat. Is there more boning? There is, after this. There is? They resume boning after Richard Grieco takes care of these burglars. They do? Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to Richard Grieco? And I will say, that's when I that's when I made the comment was after, you know, I was still on the fence at this point. Like a like a stray cat. That's right. Making a, a loud sound in the middle of the night. So Richard Grieco has overpowered this burglar. He has a knife on his throat. He kicks the other one in the head. Yeah. And we haven't seen the credits yet. Uh, they come before this. They did a quick credits before this I scene. See. He says no. Good. Richard Grigo says no. I will not kill this burglar. Okay. He's a man of honor. Oh, there's the lady. She's horny. No, I wasn't. Right. She gonna say, "How about round two? Oh, no. She just says, "He'll probably follow me to the toilet." She call her friend Alice. Hi, Alice. She says, "No, you talk to Alice." They're gone. You gotta call the police. Now it gets uh, it gets real steamy. It gets real steamy after this. I can't. I can't. Yeah. So I'm gonna stop it there. But um, do you see penetration? Uh, no, no. It's not hard. It's not a hardcore uh, um, uh, porn. Does it cut to like movie. industrial footage of like oil wells? It cuts to like, a big smokestack, going into, yeah. Going into yeah. A, yeah, tunnel, croquet and... mallet, like croquet, like going yeah. through the okay. Was in Does the... it cut to that guy like? Hitting the golf ball to the audience at Waterworld. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cut to that. Cut to the People chicken short circuit. Brett's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, cuts to the windows of the chicken shattering. I mean, be honest. Be honest with what. I mean, to, to be fair, you're watching it in the light of day. I was watching it at at night. At the you know? dead of night. Yeah. Sure, but be honest. That was kind. Of, I mean, that was kind of hot. Well, I mean, it's, they it's naked they, people. They were attractive naked people, and they seemed to be having. An enthusiastic, yeah. passionate time. Mm -hmm. Well, tomato, tomato. I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. I well, I gotta say, I think I think they're both attractive, but I Richard Grieco's not my. He does he doesn't really he doesn't really press my buttons. He's no Philip Bosco or David Paymer. Sure. Yeah, like he's not. A, look, he's no David Paymer, of course. But no, he's no who da is David Paymer? Uh, David. Um, you uh. The look I strive for, I went to my trainer. I said, I want to look like David Paymer in uh, Get Shorty. Okay. I want the hat. And what did your trainer hey, what say? Are you, what are you telling me? Hey, you don't tell me how much the vig is. I tell you how much. <laughs> I'll tell you what was extremely embarrassing to me was I thought David Paymer was in the dream team. Mm -hmm. And he's not. He's in crazy people. Let me see if I can name the movie Dreams. Who do we got? We got Mike. Uh, we got uh, Christopher Lloyd. There's four, and the fourth one's a doozy. Like it's, it's hard. Michael so, Keaton, right? Yep. Michael Keaton, Christopher Lloyd, 
You're doing great. Peter Boyle. You're doing great. And now you just have one more, but it's really, 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 really hard. Dan Hedaya. No, but you're, I, I wish I could say. But I got three of the four, right? You certainly did. But the fourth I'm saying is a doozy. That's the one I'm never going to get. Dua Lipa. I is would, it I, Dua ne- Lipa. Listen, never, never say never. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Yeah. If it had been shot in 1997, they would have cast Artie Lang. Stuart Pankin. You're close. It's so obscure. It's so it's such Josh a, Mostel. That's a great guess. The answer is Stephen First. Wow. Okay. I was circling it. You were. <clears throat> and I will say this about the dream team. There are some incredibly funny moments in it. Okay. And Lorraine Bracco is in it. And I do and I <clears throat> I have appreciation for that and crazy people, which is the one that has mm-hmm. David Pamer in it. What's the dream team about? I've never seen this before. Oh, Brett, please oh, Brett. do yourself a favor. It sounds and like treat the next watch along. Can't wait. Yeah, this looks good. So the the dream team has a couple things in it. And I, as you know, grew up in Westchester and there was an old movie theater in Scarsdale that was closed and then open and they had like second run things, whatever. And I saw it there. And there's a line in it when Peter Boyle like breaks into like a, a like a gospel sort of church and he gives this speech on the pulpit and he was like he was like brothers because he thinks he's Jesus Christ he's like brothers and sisters it makes fun of the mentally mentally ill but in a playful way he's like brothers sisters I had like such an incredible life before this he said I had a job at an ad agency he goes I made a hundred thousand dollars a year he goes he goes I had a house in Scarsdale and the audience went insane that's amazing yeah and I'll never forget that memory do you have a memory like that where you saw something in a movie theater and the person said something and like the whole crowd went insane i have two of them two of them first one was when i saw the movie mall rats in the theater in new jersey right at the new brunswick movie theater that they built that movie they knocked down the flea market the us1 flea market they knocked it down and put a movie theater there one of the last things that was done at the US-1 flea market was a scene from Mall Rats. They showed the exterior shot of the place we were oh literally sitting. Like, we were sitting where that place used to be, and everybody was like, oh! How could you not go insane for something like that? You know you're literally where this movie is from. And then the second That's one was crazy. last year, seeing Barbie in Century City. We saw it at the Century City Theater. And then when Century City was this running joke in it, everybody in the theater was roaring. I'm sure. Yeah. It's so much fun, right? That that must have. It's so fun. Well, that Scarsdale thing must have lit everybody up. What what year did that come out? Like 89 or something? Like, I still remember that. Like, it was yesterday. And the funny thing is, when you grow up, and you watch like whatever Johnny Carson or stand up and people mention a place and there's always someone in the audience goes, Whoo! and you're like, mm-hmm. what would they do that? Yeah. And then you're in the audience and you realize that there's something about like the, the, the connection of recognition, the acknowledgement of the place that you're from. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. 
yeah, you feel you feel seen, and to use a a, a, a the and, parlance of the time. And Brett, I know you felt that way when you saw the, the musical parade. You would scream every time they yeah. said Marietta. You go, whoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ooh. for some reason, I'm the only one doing it. Um, <laughs> when I similarly, when I watch a, when I whenever I watch Buster Keaton's The General in a crowded oh movie theater. God. And the first title card that comes up says Marietta, Georgia. Oh, yeah. I lose really it. Must, and that must throw off the the guy playing the the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the lady running the projection. Although I don't know if they, they allow ladies at, at the theaters you go to. They discourage ladies. Do you technically they can't turn anyone away? They definitely discourage. Well, we can pick a hand for the most part. Brett, watch and enjoy the dream team. I can't wait. This looks great. Speaking of things that are highly anticipated, uh, this um, last episode, we uh, looked at the track list. That was so far all we had was the track list of this uh, McDonald's breakfast radio. Oh, God, Do you that remember was that? the last episode? That was the previous episode we did. Uh, the, the first episode of 2024, we looked at this. Uh, somebody had dug up this old tape that just was called McDonald's breakfast radio and it had mm-hmm. all these McDonald's-themed songs on them. Yes. Now the tape has been digitized and posted online for everyone to oh, enjoy. Wow. So I have uh, some uh, selections <gasps> here. Here's what it looks like, of course. Uh, this will just be audio, though, so I'll take that off. And then taking breakfast by the hand is what it what says on means. the cassette uh, tape. And then there's there's making isn't a, isn't there a song called Making Biscuits? Yeah, let me know what you want to hear. These are all pretty short. Um, I want to uh, hear Making Biscuits so I can sing it to Jimmy when he makes great. biscuits. Uh, on and, the... and not to uh, it's B- Biscuit Maker. Biscuit Maker is the name of the the song. It. I like and, that even uh, better. Here we go. Well, I'm like, gonna make up a new song. This is a song I want you to do to Jimmy. Jeff. You're the Biscuit Maker. Dramatic biscuit maker. Hey, hey, hey. We'll see if that's better than this song. Okay, let's see. All right, here we go. Biscuit maker. Oh, it's the Little Andrew sister. It's that uh, 80s, 50s thing. McDonald's buttermilk biscuit sandwiches. Your biscuit maker today is. I'm like, this was supposed to be a song. Margie Gaynor. McDonald's fresh biscuit sandwich. You put them in a pan or on a tray. I picture Jimmy Jazz doing a little nobody makes biscuits like I can and then starts making some biscuits. And then he's like, like you're sitting in the living room and you're wondering where Jimmy Jazz and suddenly, suddenly he slides in the room. Nobody makes biscuits like I can. Because I'm the biscuit man. Yeah. You know, funny thing. Zoe hates animals. I really don't, Tom. <laughs> you hate dogs. No, for the first like two months of knowing me, I think you you were convinced that I hated all animals. Why? Why would he be convinced of that? I don't know. I only hate one animal. 
What's his name? I no, I just don't like Joe horses. Cilio. Yeah, it's always a thing yeah, against horses, horses. Horses are a little strange. Yeah. I don't like their teeth very much. They kind of don't count. They're kind of more like cars than anything else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's like a living car. They're they're like closer to cars than dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Like a motorcycle. <laughs> I, like, I, yeah, I, I really don't like Yeah. I don't Hor- know what to say to a horse. Horses are like organic motorcycles. Yeah, they're like they're like, they're like motorcycles that with really bad teeth. Yeah. Like, that's why that Bon Jovi is as, I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. Yeah. And I want it. He calls motorcycles steel horses. I call horses organic motorcycles. Furry, furry motorcycles. I'm a cowboy on an organic motorcycle I ride. You mean a horse? Also, what the... I'm just now realizing, like, the phrasing of that lyric is so awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, it's very Yoda, like, on a steel horse I ride, instead of, like, yeah. I ride on a steel horse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It drives me crazy. Billy Joel does that with his lyrics, too. It drives me crazy. Well, the tonic and gin is the ultimate one of that. I one. want to slit my throat whenever I hear that. But what's it would even be worse if he said, it would still be terrible if he said gin and tonic, because what precedes it is, Making love to it. Right. Like he means nursing it is what yeah. he means. No. But I that thought it doesn't was... have enough syllables. Yeah. And then also when I wore a younger. Is that his worst song? Captain Jack might be his worst song. Okay. So you said not on master band. Said, I actually don't mind that because at least it's straightforward. <laughs> Do you know that song, Brett? Oh, of course. Honest. He's talking about a guy who's unemployed, stays home, and masturbates. He'll get you high tonight. One, a two, a one, two, three, four. Well, that was the Tootsie Pop song. Yeah. A one, a two. A two. Man, I always saw that, and I'd be just like, man, I'll knock back a Tootsie Pop fast in this dumb owl. What's Billy Joel's best song? Billy Joel's best song is probably wait, Down wait, East wait, 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 at the same time. Sorry. Did you okay, already say on it? On the count of three. One, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I, I, I got it. Ready? One, two, two three. Three. Big shot. Laura. Interesting. What song did you say, Julie? Laura. What album's Laura from? I don't know, Laura. Brett, would you mind looking it up? Oh, absolutely. And what song did you say, Brett? I said Allentown. And you said Big Shot? I said Big Shot. Because my favorite part is when... He's like, no, 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 no. You have to be a big shot DJ. I was pictured him dressed like Dracula. I was a kid. I was pictured him dressed like Dracula. Bella Lugosi for a minute. No, 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 no. You have to be a big shot DJ. You had to open up. Yeah, and then like the vampire went away. On trend of like Steven Tyler pretending he was Mae West in Ragdoll. Yeah, coming up on Wait, What are these rock stars doing? From the album The Nylon Curtain. Ah. Just like his Beatles. Brett, song, Julie, know? and Brett riding hard with Nylon Curtain for their favorite Billy Joel song. Calls me in the middle of the night. Yeah, this is a good phase. On her is Vienna on this one? Vienna's on The Stranger. I like the song The Stranger also. Sorry, that would be like. I'd say Laura, The Stranger, 
mm-hmm. scenes from an Italian restaurant. Sure. Moving Out's pretty good, too. Yeah. He's got what, a lot of great songs. What's Moving Out from? Uh, moving Out's also on the... second stream? I think Moving Out starts The Stranger. I think it's the okay. first song Look, on I, The Stranger. No, The suck. Stranger is the first song on The Stranger, I think. He's too literal to not do that. No, Stranger's two. Moving Out's number one. I will say I, my favorite part of Uncut Gems was when they played The Stranger. That I was got a very excited. Mm-hmm. It's a very amazing moment. Yeah. No, I, I agree. No, 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 no. You had to be a big shot DJ. Billy, you sure you're going to want to sing that part that way? Uh, like they're just like, so you want to do like a Dracula voice for this one moment in it. Yep. Manager, like somebody clearly calls someone else and then the manager swings by the studio. Nobody calls anyone or else he's going to punch a wall. That guy is like the worst temper but ever. You just picture, you picture like... Uh, Walter Yetnikoff, call? like the head of CBS Records, comes by the studio. So right. how's it going, Billy? And he's like, uh, he's pretty, like, pretty good. We're working on Big Shot. This is gonna be a pretty rocker. Good. Let's take a li- let's take a listen. No, 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 no. You have to be a Big, big Shot, shot. D. So you're gonna go with the Dracula thing, huh, Billy? Yep, works for me. He doesn't. There's also like. Just do one normal, and Billy's like, no, because that's going to be the one you're going to use. That's going to be the one you use. If I do one straight, that's the one you use. I know it. And for any of you listening, if you're mm-hmm. ever in a situation where Walter Yerkenkov or Ahmed Akerton mm-hmm. or Clive Bark, of, Clive, Bark. Of, of Clive Davis Barker is mm-hmm. ever behind a console and they are trying to get you to do something you don't want to do and say, just mm-hmm. do one, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. This, if I was Billy Joel in that situation, they'd be like, can you do a different one? I'd be like, sure, sure, I'll do a different one. And I would do for each one a different universal monster and make right. the Dracula the one is the most palatable the one. So it's like, I'll do it again. It's like, okay. He's like, big shot. Arr! And then I they're like, okay, one. we can't use that. David Foster. David Foster. <laughs> okay. Or David, and if it's David Foster Wallace, you should be concerned mm. because that's a ghost and you're in a spooky place. Well, shouldn't there be a head of a record label named Clive Barker and it's a dog? Yes. And it's a dog? Yeah. And the and the dog, like the new record that comes out is a dog's, uh, a, a dog's uh, uh, dog collar life? hitting a water bowl as they drink water. I mean, that is my favorite sound in the universe, I think any pet owner knows when you hear the jingle of your animal's collar, like mm-hmm. rushing up against the food bowl, it's probably the best mm-hmm. sound ever. Yeah. Besides like the sound of them purring or like in a dog's case when they whimper because they're happy you're home. Yeah. Um, I finished the Barbara Streisand book. You did. How did it end? Um, no spoilers. With the Challenger exploding? So there's a <laughs> second <laughs> volume coming. <laughs> So, no, no, that that's she thinks that that just happened. Like, wow. so <laughs> weird. She's we can like look forward to the next moment. thirty years. Another book that covers volume. From... She hasn't gotten past it. I'm like a little worried. That's wild. Um, I loved it, and it was fascinating. And I am, uh, yeah, it's forty eight hours of my life on audiobook and going at one point twenty five speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But she is, um, and I don't even like her. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I guess I, I guess I do. I, 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 there's things about her I really, really like, and sure, I definitely like her as an actress, and I think she's a really talented director. But her, mm-hmm. but it's all, it all comes down to like with the Billy Joel where we were talking about, like it all comes down to taste. She just has terrible taste in like mm-hmm. the people she, you know, works with, and like. Does it's like she's like then I met Rupert Holmes and it's like oh god like every pre- then John Peters and I moved in together it's like mm-hmm. and you're like um why yeah like it's just it, it's it's just stuff that's not my that mm-hmm. not, I I like the the song she did with uh, a couple of the songs she did with Barry Gibb I like the Donna Summer mm-hmm. song I like Yentl I like some of her movies mm-hmm. stuff I like Owl the- and the Pussycat I recommend I think it's better than What's Up Doc. That's what my are, controversial opinion of the all, day. I am a woman in love. Right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good song. Do you like that one? I do. And we got nothing to be guilty yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, Our love will climb any mountain. Uh, uh. And then the Donna Summer duet I always liked as a kid. Enough, enough is enough. Oh, my God. The, the beginning of that. Yeah. It's raining. It's pouring. It's pouring. My love life is boring. Like, what? That took a turn. You hear that and you're just kind of like, this is not music for young people. And then they're just like, hang on, this is a disco song. And then it gets exciting. Yeah. Enough is enough. What did you think of her growing up? Did you like her? Did you think she was sexy? Um, You just knew she was like not for you because of how schlocky she was. I mean, look, I saw the main event in the theater. I'm not going to lie about that. Do you think I, she was hot at least? Not, I mean, I th- yeah, I, I guess like, I thought she was attractive. Era. It was a weird era because that kind of hair does, that's not my yeah. favorite hairstyle. She looked like that in Star is Born as well, like that that tight perm. But then she also posed on the cover of Playboy with that hair and that Superman t-shirt with mm-hmm. no pants on and looked really sexy I thought. no that's but, an amazing but, that uh, that picture is 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 yeah. that's an amazing picture look that's she's obviously beautiful i like seeing other versions of her when i figured out that yeah. there was more to her than because it's like she also became kind of stodgy after that with the broadway album and all the oh, Yentl yes. and the broadway album and it was just like it's like she was definitely saying like, well, I'm doing stuff for for moms now. Like this is like. But she started out schmaltzy. She was always schmaltzy. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was always square. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, you're right. It was like stodgy. Um, Yes. Like kind of adult contemporary. The, yeah, exa- the exactly. definition of adult contemporary. She she embraced she embraced uh, uh, an audience and that's where she stayed. That's, it's the irony fine, is that yeah. she she like was always rejected counterculture, even though she's like, I'm uncon- I have unconventional looks. And you're like, in yeah. a way you do. In another uh-huh. way, you're so undeniably beautiful. It's insane. Yes, of course. I mean, she's definitely beautiful. So it's a contradiction <clears throat> in that way. Yeah. But I just that that particular hairstyle has never been my jam. I totally get it. What else do you want to hear from the McDonald's breakfast like radio? Like, what is All of them. On? All right. How about breakfast scat? You want to hear what that sounds like? I, yes. I do. Here it well, starts off with somebody just going, oh, I just ate. I ate a McDonald's and I'm having a toilet situation. 
Everybody understands that you can't get hit stop for hit stop. Everybody understands that you can't slow down. It's like that. No, this is makes no sense. Would you? Everybody understands. That you can't slow down when you're going downtown for McDonald's tonight. Yeah. Is that enough or do you want me to do it again? Yeah. You're maybe going to go and get a quarter pounder with cheese and they got the sliced onions, the slivered onions on that thing. And you get a little ketchup and a pickle too. We got some fries, they come in different sizes and you get a soda as well if you want something like that. Here's a breakfast, Scott. There's one called BIS. I've been dying to know what BIS stands for. Well, it's, it's that it's Scottish IBS. band from the 90s. Yeah. It's IBS, Brett. B-I-S-C-U-I. That's the news. We're making biscuits by hand. Okay, Jimmy's back. Jimmy takes the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much. Well, they just spelled McDonald's with that one. I can't. I still can't figure out what B-I-S Wait, did they is. Say it? I don't think. B i s k i t s is how you spell so biscuits if you're okay. dumb. So they're spell so okay, the first three I letters miss. of biscuits yeah. is what? Oh, that's disappointing. B i s n e s s. Wait, <sighs> b u s i n e z. Shit, b i s. Someone try to spell biscuits. Let me help you record this. Billy, it's me, get Billy out. Joel. Billy. No, 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 no. You have to have a biscuit. DJ. Don't you. <laughs> if you want to start your day. We'll get a breakfast, cat. Get some bacon, don't you? This one looks fun. This is called Commutant Couple. This one looks fun. Commutant Couple. Taking breakfast by the hand all over the I gotta catch the A25. I gotta make the rush hour drive. Even though we gotta go our separate ways. We're stopping at McDonald's to start up the day. A hot biscuit makes my train ride so fine. Egg McMuffin makes commuting time breakfast time. Take breakfast by the hand with a fresh biscuit sandwich, egg McMuffin, or sausage McMuffin with egg. It's a good time. Have a nice Okay. So it's the story of a couple. We're gonna try an open relationship. Because yeah. he met a girl named Jan. He really wants to keep seeing her, but I don't want our kids to just have one parent. So we're going to try opening it up. Yeah. So I actually get to experience the fantasies I've had with this guy at work, and his name is Rob. Let's see what Rob wants to do tonight. <laughs> and then Rob comes in, he's like, Yeah. Like, I got all kinds of fucked up ideas. Yeah, I'm kind of out of control, and you're going to realize you made a mistake. Not that the lifestyle's a mistake, but I am but a I mistake. But I certainly am. My name's yeah. Rob, and that's what I do to houses. Why? Yeah. And he steals everything. I removed a few details from my story when I started talking <laughs> to you. At work. 
Remember you work because you said you commuted and you're eating your egg McMuffin on the way to see me, Rob, the guy who's going to ruin your life. I didn't mention that I've been in some weird relationships, married four times, and I got a real temper problem. I got some issues. I have a friend who's coming over tonight. Have you ever seen funny games? Either version. Have you ever seen funny games? That's based on me. And they took my life and turned it into a movie. And, and I, I creeped Michael out. Haneke and no one complained yeah. and or even really noticed. He came by with the dude who made old boy. And they were both kind of creeped out when they talked to me for five minutes. And by the way, the other night when I said I wanted to watch a Serbian film, I was kidding. But I watched it anyway, and now I'm like this. I like a lot of weird stuff, and some of it's in the gray area. <laughs> At McDonald's. And when I said a Serbian film, I meant... Yeah. Any Serbian film. I like to take trips around the world, but I won't be specific to what countries I go to because I know when I say I go to certain places, you can judge me right away. And by the way, Jim Norton and Patrice O'Neill were yeah. not just going on vacation. In fact, they were pretty open about it. Yeah. They were pretty yes. proud of everything they did. That was pretty awful. And, and cancellation's not real when you think about that. <laughs> At McDonald's. What's the next one, Brad? Uh, this one, uh, this might be a cover of the Jewel song. It's just called Hands. So it's just, this is mm, Hands. hands oh. about my not own. small, I know, but they not, not yours. They are my own. Who will save your soul? McDonald's has one handy way of starting your day. Oh, Brett, there's like that movie you like. Yeah, yeah. Let's see where this goes. Brett, could you put, sorry, you stop it. Yep. Brett, could you sync this up to the sex scene in Tomcat? Yeah, yeah. gladly. Yeah. There are certain McDonald's you go to. You can find somebody to do something with their hands in the bathroom. And there's you gotta pay that some you money. Can't go to. The manager's in on it. And they can do things with their mouths. <laughs> but there's other McDonald's you go to where the bathroom is just what it is. But that's not a song about that. <laughs> this is McDonald's has this. one handy way of starting your day. There's the hand. Oh, oh my word. Hands Somehow even hotter. I don't know, Brett. That's weird. So our hands at McDonald's are busy. There's Robin, his friend. Okay. Now, if there's ever been a reason, get your. If there's ever been a reason to get the subscribe to the Patreon to see the video, it's to see that. Great point, Tom. Every week on Patreon, the ten dollar tier subscribers get a full video episode. See, it's the only place you can see porno related us. thing. I think yeah. we should start promising them porno related content. It's a yeah. great idea. I know. 
You can watch next month. You can watch what was it? Wet seats. Wet seats. Wasn't that the name of the porno that is gonna be based on Brett's water world experience? Oh Oh, yeah, wet seats. Yeah. Brett, wet seats. Is there a song on that album called Wet Seat about like when what happens when you like eat? Your McDonald's on the way to work. That might be Gimme Five. Let's see what Gimme Five sounds like. It's interesting that what year was this? Like mid eighties or late eighties? Mid eighties. I like how this mid eighties. This would be the uh, eighty six. Gimme Five is like I said. It's about the guy banging on the door. Please, I need to use the bathroom. Gimme Five. I'm in bad shape in here too, buddy. <laughs> this is Gimme Five. Gimme Five. Taking breakfast by the hand at McDonald's, we're giving you five. Five great ways to start your day, so you can get cracking and on your way. All right, five, McDonald's five breakfast sandwiches, three kinds of biscuits, bacon, egg, and cheese, sausage, or sausage with egg, plus two McMuffin sandwiches. McDonald's gives you five, and that's no jive. It's a good time for the great taste. Taking breakfast by the hand of McDonald's. Um, this sounds like, I'm just, I'm just trying to place it culturally in that, like, 80s, mm-hmm. 50s, kind of like not quite boogie woogie bugle boy, but like, like Manhattan it, transfer energy. Yeah, like, a, a little. There's a there's a <clears throat> there's a musical called City of Angels, and I was looking to see when it came. It was 89. When was a uh, Sheena Easton's Morning Train? I'm getting like Sheena Easton Morning 84. Train vibes. Okay, okay. What? Remember when she dated Peter Jennings? I, I would have watched them make love all day. You got the look. You but not got at night. Look. Sun says I'm out of there. I'm like, what's Tom Brokaw do? <laughs> that, speaking of Tomcat, Tom Brokaw. I do remember. Um, the, I remember yeah. when Peter. Who it was? It was Sheena Easton and yes. Peter Jennings. Yes. If Dan Rather was dating Vanity at that point, and. Are you uh, sure? And I think uh, uh, Bill Butel was dating uh, Apollonia e? Six. Who's date? Who was who's Sheila E? Was it Sam Richard? Not wait. Who's Sam Donaldson? Sam Donaldson. Sam Donaldson was yeah. He was he was with Sheila Every E. Time they ever tell if there's like a woman who they it's ever exciting, told yeah. couldn't tell couldn't read the news on camera because of her looks like they need to show Sam Richards like they need to just like hold up a picture of that guy mm-hmm. yeah. Because he looked like someone Sam Donaldson? with like movie monster makeup on. Sam Donaldson. Yes, what did I say? Richardson. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Sam Richardson's a, a good looking guy. Yeah, I adore yeah. him. No, Sam Donaldson, Donaldson. is looks like a movie monster. And yeah. I remember because like Kevin Nealon used to play him on Saturday Night Live. And I was like, yeah. that's generous. They should have put a full mm-hmm. prosthetic like. Yeah. Our top story up, tonight. Like, 20 years ago, I was hunted, despised, living like an animal, running for my life. And I decided. Brett, look, look at Sam Richardson. Oh, yeah. uh, Donaldson. Sam Donaldson. I'm so sorry. Donaldson. You remember saying, Sam so Donaldson, Brett? Oh, sure. Well, I, I mean, famously, I remember the eyebrows were very pronounced, right? He had this but then he of... had a toupee or like yeah. some kind of hair thing. And then on top of all of it, he really do- did look like he was like mated with some sort of animal mm-hmm. in like. Like Billy Joel's like 
like mad scientist character combined them in a lab. Mm -hmm. Look at that guy. Yeah, like he could have been wandering around the beginning of uh, Poor Things. Look at that um, hair. In like um, Willem Dafoe's like yeah, mansion. One of, one of his creations. Yeah, like like they could have just had Disney and Donald. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only being mean about his appearance because I know that there have been so many instances of women mm -hmm. who don't get to be on camera because we're like too fat and ugly. Yeah. It's my grits. This old bat is 33 years old. Yeah. The cameras will probably shatter if we try to film her. <laughs> shatter. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's just like. Like the chicken. Yeah. Like, the, 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 like that Georgia chicken. It'll shatter like the Georgia chicken. Yeah, let's throw in yeah. the dumpster together. One, yeah. two, yeah. one, two, three. Wait, well, are let's we bring throwing Sam Donaldson three? in here. Let's bring Sam Donaldson and get uh, uh, John McLaughlin. Oh, that was another one who looked like a like a bunch of turkey, like like the bottom of the pan after everyone's done eating the turkey at Thanksgiving. That would be the most. <laughs> he looked like a pile of like all the leavings, leavings. not the carcass, just <laughs> yeah, the, the like the, the soft parts. Yeah, the giblets and the giblets yeah. and all the skin and the those yeah. gloopy things, like yeah. everything at the bottom yeah. of the pan. And then you put a pair of glasses on him, and that was you, John McLaughlin. You drop a pair of glasses ah. into that tray with the leavings. Yeah, that giant aluminum foil tray that your, your mother would cook the friggin' turkey in, or your dad, or whatever it was. What if they started a band? Andy Rooney, Sam Donaldson, yes. John McLaughlin, and they're called yeah. the Thanksgiving Leavens. Hmm. I'm trying to think of who Andy Rooney would look like. I mean, you could just you could just carve his face into the face of a pumpkin pie. I no, guess. Andy Rooney probably looks like what was left of that uh that that turkey that's still in the freezer there. Can I see a picture of like the oldest known picture of Andy Rooney, please? Sure. Oldest before known. he passed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like what last was the last photo, photo of, of him? I think taken? he was, I think it was him when he was in the movie Up. They might have done a death mask of him. I'll see if there's a let's see. This looks like it's probably. Because John McLaughlin also wasn't. Like, he wasn't that great of an interviewer either. No, oh, he's, just a, he's just a loud bully. Jeez, Andy Rooney. You know, uh, Julie, you were pointing out the double standard there. Um, Andy Rooney looks like one of those Mad Magazine back page things you yes. fold that yeah, hasn't like been folded in. yet to reveal right. a different image. Right, like, like there's things hidden in his, like those lines are a little too yeah. deep where you're like, what are you up to, Al Jaffe? And they'll mean something if you fold it together. Not only will they mean things, I feel like there's actual text in that face. Yeah, look like at that. Like I could see an M when I, I could literally see a very clear M. Mm. I see the big W. A the mad, money's it's hidden a under mad, Andy mad, Rooney's mad. head. Mad. Oh, it's a mad, 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 mad magazine. Julie, there you go, right there. Those eyebrows are, 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 are like pointing him towards the the mm -hmm. grave. They're like, this is where we go now. We go into the mm -hmm. soil. Yeah. We go to this, we go yeah, to die down. now. This is where yeah. we go. See, this this is the ground. We go to die. We become one with the worms and the dirt. Yes, it's time. The Grim Reaper is kind of just like. I can take care of this guy. I'll, I'll do this at the end of the day. I'll just 
just tack him just on. Give me a. Schedule. I have to like. I have like three. I just have to answer this email. Mm-hmm. But Julie, you were pointing out that double standard between uh, male and female newscasters. I, I wanted to tell you guys. I was watching uh, the other night. I watched this documentary all about the making of the the show Home Improvement, the sitcom, the '90s uh, Tim Allen sitcom Home Improvement. Yeah, was it a documentary or was it? It was like... a like a friendly documentary. So it was okay. made. Was it one by... of those like the shows that made us kind of thing? Yes, it was made by like the, like the producers were all the talking heads. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be like an. Was it made know... by Errol Moore? Errol Morris did it make? No, but it's one of those things where because the people uh, who made the show were making the documentary, they felt comfortable. Like they didn't realize what they were saying, you know, so they almost it was almost more. It was more damning about the show than if it was an Errol Morris documentary. But there was this part of it uh, that was that was uh, so insanely sexist, which is not hard to imagine on the set of uh, Home Improvement. Uh But they were saying that. um, So the original person that they cast for for uh, the female sidekick on Tool Time, the original person they cast was Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then they found out because they started getting letters from concerned parents and things. They found out that oh no, Pamela Anderson previously had posed in Playboy, and they didn't know this at the time. And so they literally uh, uh, ushered her off the show. They replaced her on the show because it's supposed to be quote unquote family friendly, and 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 God forbid one of the actors you know had a, a yeah, career. They, yeah, yeah, per- we wanted a slut, not a skank. Yeah. Also, like what. Playboy also. And then there's a, there's a pay, there's a payoff too here. There's a second okay, okay. part to this. I'm okay. Ready. But then yeah. literally 5 minutes later in the documentary they're like, you know, everything was going great. The show was number 1 in the ratings. But then we found out we found out that the star Tim Allen had been arrested for yeah. cocaine distribution, yeah. had narked on his friends, had been in yeah. jail, and then literally they were like they repl- they replaced Pamela Anderson, no questions asked. Yeah. With with Tim Allen they were like, "Well, let's let's stop and think about this." And yeah. then they were like the producers are like, you know, it actually ended up being this kind of heartwarming story of redemption because we sure. could, you know, talk about how Tim yeah. Allen sort of had this past, but then overcame it and now became, you know, America's mm-hmm. favorite funny man. Yeah. And they were like, you know, all about like rehabilitating his image and let's, you know, kind of work with this and sure, everything. Sure. And it was just, a, uh, yeah, the double standard of those two things was uh, what was, a heartwarming story where a snitch gets over. Is it too late for those guys you put in prison to? Uh... Came a visit. <laughs> Are they yeah. up for parole anytime yeah. soon? Wonder. I wonder about these things. Guys like I don't wish any w- ill will on anyone. Yeah. That's the guy from Christmas with the cranks. He's the one who snitched on me. Santa Claus. Yeah, I, I, they they were released on this obscure thing called the Santa Claus. <laughs> That's how and now they're the at your rap. house. That um, I love that you're watching these documentaries, Brett. It was fascinating. Where did you see this one, Brett? I just stumbled uh, on it on Criterion YouTube. Criterion Channel. Yeah. Criterion or uh, okay. Yeah. Criterion. This is the a different criteria. It's the Ken Russell month on Criterion. It is. Come on. It is Ken Russell. Some rare month. Ken Russells up there. Mm-hmm. The Devils. And he's like. Who are the other people on Home Improvement? It was Patricia Heaton on Home Improvement, or that's uh, that was show? Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, okay. I think it was. Um. Uh. Oh my God, they said her name. Uh. Pat. Uh, Patricia. Um. Uh. No wait. What was the... it? Patricia Richardson. JTT. Yeah, of course, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who left Why the show. Would it ever matter that like it's so stupid when you think about like yeah, Pamela Anderson was was like 
oh my god we're so lucky to have her on this show exactly. that's yeah. so exciting that people are and she's playing a sexy gorgeous lady so I, can, it's we not found against out, yeah we you know just what I mean? Found... Like one thing's like, oh shit, we cast Mary Poppins. It turns out that like yeah. Julie Andrews is in Deep Throat. Yeah, it's this thing where they cast the. They're just like, well, we want this woman. She's the tool woman, and she wears a tight top. And yeah, we, yeah, she should be like a good girl. It's all double entendre, and she's got nothing to do but look hot on the show. Right. And Hold in, on a second. We just we found the, out. She showed her boobies. Yeah, in a magazine, in not Playboy. even like a, not even a that wasn't even the sex tape, right? No, no this was just long play, gone. This was just Playboy, she was yeah. long gone. That is that so yeah. pathetic to me. And by the way, lest anyone think Julie Andrews was a prude, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. showed her yeah. magnificent boobles. Sob in sob. Uh, and son of a bitch, they were fabulous, and so is she. And she is an icon, and I love Julie Andrews. For so many reasons, but one of my favorite reasons is, do you know who she thanked in her Golden Globe speech? Tom, do you know this story? Um, I don't. Brett was talking about Joan Crawford at the Academy Awards last night, which okay. is another one of my favorite the stories. Best. And she got Anne Bancroft to agree to accept her award for the miracle worker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those photos are incredible of her I just know, standing with the, the other best. winners. It's They're amazing. The best. The best. The best. Um, what so the, the hell Oscars, is? Oh, you're Julie saying Andrews, Julie Andrews in her Golden Globe speech thanked the producer who did not who cast Audrey Hepburn instead of her in My Fair Lady. Of course, they dubbed her singing voice later mm-hmm. um, because it meant she could do Mary Poppins, and she won the Golden Globe for Mary Poppins. So she literally thanked the guy who didn't give her the part, which I Amazing. thought was really cool. Yeah. That's um, really so lest you think Julie Andrews is like boring mm-hmm. or, you know, not a badass. No, well, she was she's married to Blake Edwards. They were um, right. Clearly equals and mm-hmm. a really. Aspirational kind of way. Mm-hmm. Look how proud she is. Of her Oscar that Anne Bancroft won for playing <laughs> Helen Keller's mentor. <laughs> wow. That was like Gregory Peck, right? Gregory Peck for To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, Patty Ed, Duke. Ed Begley. Um, and Patty Duke, yeah. yeah. Patty Duke, who played Helen Keller. Mm-hmm. It was the, the best moment. And then Joan Crawford, after spiking Betty Davis's uh, win. Betty wasn't going to win anyway. You don't think so? Uh, That night? No. She wasn't. No. Ann Beckroft was going to win. Yeah. Whatever happened to Baby Jane was a tremendous. It was like the Oppenheimer Barbie of its day. It's like they were. It was like it was going to be. Everyone always thinks of it as a flop because it's a cult film. Mm -hmm. But it was Mm -hmm. both critically and commercially successful. And Betty Davis was amazing in it, and they gave her a nomination. The nomination was the prize. Yeah, Just I mean, she wasn't it. gonna win. It's too much of a genre movie to win Best Actor. It for. was too crazy. They, they, they want at the time. It was like it was no. They wanted to give it to someone respectable, and the Miracle Worker was like the, yeah. you know, respectable. Sure, the the choice that's like that's a, the, yeah. Like a, yeah, respectable choice. Exactly. And it was about it, it was it's like an Oscar movie that they make fun of in like Tropic Thunder, basically. Mm-hmm. And that and that from that tradition. Yeah. But 
Joan Crawford spraying her hair in silver, dressing in silver from head to toes. She could hold that gold statue. There's just so many things about it that are so funny and perfect. Uh, did you hear about how uh, uh, George Carlin uh, had a new special out that was created like entirely an AI by George AI? Carlin? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So AI, um, this AI uh, engine uh, called Dudesy, Dudesy, that's specifically like an AI comedy engine. What I think a there's horrible even a, name. Yeah, I think there's even a podcast that's like run by Dudesy. Um, that guy, Will Sasso, you guys know Will Sasso from Of course, Matt Curly TV. from Matt, the Three Matt Stooges. TV? That's right, yes. He does a and podcast the where they just, I think Dudesy just like uh, cr- creates the podcast and then they do it. We actually did this on why Double Threat hate- one time. Why do I hate that? It's, why is that word so? Ugh, give, Dudesy? give me the ick. Well, wait yeah. to hear Dudesy talk because this is this is like a fully functioning AI that has like a character yeah. and a voice and everything. So Dudesy's gonna um, uh, talk to us here about how uh, they created the uh, George Carlin special, um, and then we'll, we'll we'll hear a little bit of it. So this is the AI uh, George Carlin special introduced by Dudesy. Hello, my name is Dudesy, and I'm a comedy AI. What you're about to hear is my second hour-long special. Before I get started, I just want to let you know very clearly that what you're about to hear is not George Carlin. It's my impersonation of George Carlin that I developed in the exact same way a human impressionist would. I listened to all of George Carlin's material and did my best to imitate his voice, cadence, and attitude, as well as the subject matter I think would have interested him today. So think of it like Andy Kaufman impersonating Elvis, or like Will Ferrell impersonating George W. Bush. With that said, please enjoy my second hour-long comedy special. I'm calling it George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead. And please remember this is me impersonating George Carlin. This is not George Carlin. Now please give a very warm welcome to George Carlin. This is exciting, George Carlin. Thank you, thank you. I'd like to start off with a heartfelt apology. I'm sorry it took me so long to come out with new material, but I I do have a pretty good excuse. I was dead. Um, can I say something? So technically it wasn't my fault. I, here's why I like, I've decided I like this, which is like a surprising (laughs) take. This is a surprising take for me, but I've decided I like this because it's triggering people that I really don't like. Julie, I think Meatloaf never said you took the words right out of my mouth more than you just did for me. The idea that like everyone is outraged by this. First of all, that's the funniest joke George Carlin ever told. Yeah, he wishes. George Carlin sucks, and he's got this thing going. Is his daughter's crying about it. Oh, this is unfit. This is the slippery slope with the stuff. George Carlin sucks. And I also want a yeah. running list of non dudes who like him that, that I would like to know. Yeah. It's kind of like a three stooges sort of phenomenon. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. More than a little like bit. How many, how many gals are like, you know, non dudes. Oh, do you know that are like huge? Like, oh my god, my favorite is the the stuff routine. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not gendering any of these things. It's certainly I'm backing you up on this. It seems like you know because dudes are always saying, "Do I like Richard Pryor or George Carlin more? Which one do I like?" Mm-hmm. It's like it seems like that's a dude argument, not a well, dudey argument. 
a dude. But the dudesy is interested in what a dude thinks another yeah. dude's genius is, and nobody is more interested in a dude's genius than a dude who thinks he's a genius. And yeah. there you go. That's, That's a good it. George Carlin joke. joke. Yeah. I would also add that from behind, his ponytail is way too high, and I'm like, what am I looking at, Helen Mirren? <laughs> Looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, nurse. I say to that version of George Carlin from behind, like the ponytail's up in the it's in the Barbie zone. If you want to blame somebody, you're going to have to blame God, <laughs> which we all know is not going to happen. People are always thanking God for the good stuff in their lives, but somehow they conveniently forget that it's the same God who does all the bad shit too, and He does a lot of bad shit. Why are they laughing? You He's get killing. a promotion, praise Jesus. You get fired. God is testing me. You meet okay. your soulmate, God brought us together. Your soulmate dumps you, God is bringing me someone else. He's losing the You impression. survive a tornado. Um, I'm so blessed. A computer wrote this? Yes. Or Will Sasso wrote this? No, a computer, an AI, what dude did, What did Will Sasso do? So Will Sasso just, uh, they do, remember when we did that thing, that episode where uh, we had an AI write an episode of Double Threat and then you guys read yes. the script? Yeah. There's a podcast Will Sasso does where he does that every week and he uses this dude AI to like write the podcast for him and then he- He does? He and does, does he? Yep. Is, does he know that it's like, uh, does he do it as a bit or is it, I guess it doesn't matter. I've never listened it? to it. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a dumb question. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I retract. I retract. No, it's fine. That's all I know about it, though, is that's the premise of it. Um, uh, How, can you jump like into yeah. the middle of sure. this special just so we get once we get to see what it's like when this George Carlin is cooking? Yeah. Well, the it, other thing. Oh, sorry, Brad. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying it's chaptered out with topics here. So we got uh, I mean, we got Trump. We got Trump here at 13. You want to see what he says? I have to yeah, say, I say do, about yeah. Trump. OK. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I just want like to ask him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a smart guy. Interesting ideas. Smart guy. You um, need an outsider. Businessman uh, is president. <laughs> All right, let's um, see what he's got to say about Trump here. What were you oh, saying, Julie? Have people said has has like his estate gotten angry too? Like has well, like Kelly Carlin, his daughter, has been very angry about it. Okay, and but legally she can't really do anything. Is that I, I the idea? I think they they they're covering their tracks on this. Well, right. not they're saying this is not By George Carlin. Not, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. misrepresenting it. All right, let's uh, let's see what you guys say about Trump. And let me tell you, I have never been more glad to be dead than the moment I heard that Donald Trump was the leader of the free world. But as unbelievable as that news was, it also made sense to me. America hasn't taken a good shit since Nixon. I don't get it. I don't get She's that. dropped a few decent-sized turds into the global Sorry. toilet bowl you over actually have the to years. See this up. Reagan, Clinton, George. Sorry, you have to see Porno. this picture that the AI created for um, Is it that of Richard. him from behind again with like a, a bigger ass? <laughs> The AI is, is a toilet? Is there a toilet or something? Uh, it's, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's uh, speaking of breakfast scat. And let go. me tell you, I yeah. have never been more glad to be dead than the moment Comes I heard that Donald here. Trump was the leader of the free world. Donald Trump looking at a bunch of burgers. But as unbelievable as that news was, it also made sense to me. America hasn't taken a good shit since Nixon. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Is that supposed to be She's, Nixon? It's Nixon. I think just like Mel Gibson. Just covered with shit. <laughs> This is like the piss Christ. This is like AI piss Christ. I kind of like this, actually. 
This is good art. This is the best I George say. Carlin special, first of all. <laughs> There's no question. It's, yeah. Even even though you know I like the one where I read when will Jesus bring the pork chops out loud to my cat in my uh, yeah. bedroom. It's weird the things you realize. Naked except for like the kind of towel on your head when you get out of the shower. You park in a driveway. When you drive in a parkway. You drive well, there's in a parkway. Modern, what is the one? Or, modern man? The modern man yeah. monologue is the Pay worst the thing ever. Pay the toll to the troll. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. in favor of it. I, th- I say go for it. Yeah. I say enjoy. I say dudesy manja. Julie, you know what time it is? Time to say goodbye to our friends. It's time to say goodbye to our friends, the Double Threat listeners, and to say hello to our new Patreon subscribers over at patreon.com slash double threat. And those we people- We gotta step up the Patreon this year. Yeah, we really do. And we are gonna add we things will. to it we through will. the year. It's yes. gonna be a very yes. exciting year for the Patreon. That's right. And it's already great. And it's only gonna get better. Yeah. And you got a little taste of that here today. it has to get better. Today. It has to explode. It mm-hmm. will. It will. But we have so much more coming up this year with the Patreon. So if you're not a Patreon subscriber, Get- go ahead. You could join at the $5 level, the $10 level, patreon.com slash double threat pod. And if you're a completist, if you're an old uh, double threat completist and you love all the old episodes and the lore and everything, uh, the entire back catalog is now cataloged and tagged on patreon so if you go to the um i believe it's the go to the where it says collections on patreon you'll you'll see uh, hundreds of tags you'll see like alec baldwin 20 episodes woody allen uh, 18 mm-hmm. episodes so if you're looking for a specific topic or a character or a, or a, a yeah. segment or anything it's all cataloged there for you it's the complete double thread experience uh, and and it, and it and it helps us continue to do the show. So it's a win-win for everybody, and we appreciate everyone who's who's signed up over there. Yeah, we really do. Thanks for supporting the show. And, and there's so much more to come. And thank you so much for listening. Follow us on all the social media and rate and review us. And we will be back next week with more fun things. Yes. Thank you so so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Forever. <laughs> Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.